This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. Well, this isn't exactly how a Virginia Cavalier would want to begin the show. As I just saw Chris Canty's face just turn right against me after a rough loss. What are you talking about? I don't know if you caught it. The Cavs uh, just moments ago lost to Furman. I didn't see anything of that, that sort. Didn't I don't know see what it. You're talking about didn't see it. Didn't see Kehay Clark no. uh, of his 95th no. year of eligibility throw it no. away. No, see no evil, hear no evil, speak no evil. <laughs> it never happened. It never <laughs> happened. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm gonna live in denial. We got something else that we want to lead the show with. So I don't know why you want to start by spreading negativity. It's not spreading uh, spreading it negativity. It is spreading negativity. You, no. you know I'm sensitive about my Virginia Cavaliers. I want nothing but good things for the Wahoos. And you want to come and start with the negative. No, I, I just said it's not how we wanted to start the show, but it's brand new. It's breaking well, news. if you don't want to start the show that way, then don't start the show that way. Uh, it's not like job. we got any news coming out of Florham Park over the last 24 hours. Uh, my it's responsibility like is Aaron to the listener. Rogers to talk about. My responsibility is to the listener. And we have to give them the news as it comes. No, you, you, no, what you're doing is poking the bear is what you're doing. <laughs> you're being a bad teammate is what you are. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app. We're presented by Progressive Insurance, Sirius XM Channel 80 as well. He is, of course, Christopher McShay Canty. And he is here, as we will get into plenty throughout the course of the day around the draft, around some of the other NFL free agency moves, but we do begin with Aaron Rodgers, and not where we have been over the last few weeks. This has been more uh, of the last couple of weeks about what exactly is going to happen. Now we know that Aaron Rodgers intends to be a New York Jet, Chris. That's what we heard from him yesterday uh, on the Pat McAfee show. The decision, I think, was made in my mind whether or not I was able to admit at that point Uh, Really, on that Tuesday, I wanted to play. Um, And then it was, uh, you know, how is my body uh, feeling? Is it going to be able to hold up? So at this point, as I sit here, you know, I think since Friday, uh, I made it clear that my intention was to play and my intention was to play for the New York Jets. And Chris, Chris, I think with that sentence, Aaron Rodgers took away any leverage that the Green Bay Packers felt like they had in a trade with the New York Jets. Well, I don't know that he took away any leverage because the New York Jets, by making this decision and putting all their eggs in the Rodgers basket, uh, I mean, they're basically telling telling us that they have championship aspirations in 2023. And if that's the case, you want to get the guy in the building sooner as opposed to later. So if you're the Packers, you still have leverage because this is the starting quarterback for a team that's trying to win a Super Bowl. So when you acquire said quarterback matters in terms of getting him in the building, getting him acclimated to the coaching staff and the players that he's going to be working with and helping to set the culture that will lead to winning said championship. So I don't know that the Packers lost leverage in a sense because the Jets still need Aaron Rodgers to be their quarterback. And the Packers need to get rid of him. And and the Jets uh, just, listen, they can sit tight a little bit here before they get to the draft, before they get to uh, the offseason uh, workouts, whether or not he's going to be in OTAs. He certainly wasn't going to commit to that either way yesterday. But Canty, to me, the Packers have to get this done sooner rather than later because they need to move on. And I'm not telling you to take a seventh-round pick for him, but I think we both agree that's probably not what this looks like right now. If the Packers are trying to squeeze 
the 13th overall pick out of the Jets, good luck. I think the Packers need to move on, Chris. This has been their nightmare for a few years, and they need to turn the page as quickly as they can, within reason, to the Jordan Love era. Well, they've already moved on from Aaron Rodgers. I think everybody in that building in Green Bay understands that Jordan Love is going to be our quarterback and we're going to build around him. Now, would you like to have significant draft capital in order to do that in late April? Absolutely. But you also have to keep in mind what fair compensation is for a four-time MVP, a guy that can provide competent quarterback play, a guy that can allow a franchise like the Jets to dream about winning a Super Bowl. So I'm... I'm leaning toward the Green Bay Packers having more leverage when you start to break it down with the two teams that are involved here just from the standpoint that the New York Jets don't have a contingency if Aaron Rodgers is not their quarterback. They just don't. And there's nothing in the rule books that says that the Green Bay Packers have to trade Aaron Rodgers. Now, Aaron Rodgers tried to appeal to the heartstrings of the Green Bay Packers and the fan base yesterday on Pat McAfee. If we have that, I'd love to be able to play it because he said that they should treat a legend a certain way out the door. Do we have that sound? Uh, Not in front of us this second, but we will get it. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, he, he intimated that the Green Bay Packers should do right by him based on his body of work over the last 18 years. Oh, dear to, God, what have they been doing the last few years by do, not doing right by him? And that's what I would say. To that, yeah. I would say, look at how you've handled the last two years. So relationships matter, how you treat people, especially in a breakup matters, and how Aaron Rodgers has been treating the Packers as they've been going down this long, winding world toward divorce has left a lot of hurt feelings. And so I absolutely understand why Green Bay is going to play out the string and squeeze as much out of the Jets as they possibly can because by doing so, not only do they help their football team, but they also minimize, or not minimize, but make it harder for Aaron Rodgers to win a championship with his new team. Well, this is one of the sound bites from yesterday that was particularly troubling from Aaron Rodgers was this one on the Pat McAfee show. I heard from multiple uh, people that I trust uh, around the league, players mostly, um, that that there was some shopping going on, that, that uh, the, they were interested in actually moving me. Okay. At this point, you know, I, I got to admit, I went in the darkness, 90% retiring, 10% playing. That's where my, my mind was. My mind was, I'm, I'm tired of this. I hadn't got back into my workouts yet. And I thought that that was what was best for me. But then he said something changed after he came out. And that's what I didn't understand. Everything that I was told in the week that I was in Green Bay was, take as long as you want. We want you to retire, Packer. You know, you want to come back and play. Obviously, the door is wide open. So that was the information that I was going, that was, that I was going on. Now, when I came out of the darkness... Something changed. I'm not exactly sure what that was, but something changed. I got back to my phone after five days off of it, you know, hundreds of text messages and emails and all different things. Um, I realized that there had been a little bit of a shift. Look, they may have moved on to Jordan Love in terms of all of this talk, but I don't want this, if I'm the Packers, to hover over me until a deal gets done. Because I have a feeling the Jets are going to wait this out a little bit. What's fair, Chris? What's fair for the Green Bay Packers to ask for now when you're talking about, as you said, a four-time MVP, yes, but a guy who's 39 and clearly wants out at this point and you are ready to move on from? What's oh, fair? Mul- mul- multiple premium picks. There's premium no being first round or premium being no, I'm not top saying, three rounds? I'm not saying that they 
both have to be first-round picks, but a first-round pick is going to be involved in this deal. Oh. Now, there's a way that you can build the framework of a trade and add in some conditional elements to it. So, say it ends up being a first-round pick and a conditional second-round pick based on whether or not he plays in 2024, if he's on the roster on the fifth day of the new league year in 2024, something like that. You can always construct a deal that insulates both teams' interests while also making sure that the Packers get fair compensation for it. Because if you look at most recent trades with marquee quarterbacks in win-now moves, the Denver Broncos gave up multiple first-round picks for Russell Wilson. The Los Angeles Rams gave up multiple future first-round picks for Matt Stafford. Now, it was a unique situation in New England with Tom Brady where they ended up granting his release but again, think about how Tom Brady conducted himself on the way out of the door as opposed to what we saw from Aaron Rodgers. So it's not outside of the realm for the, the Green Bay Packers to ask for multiple premium picks for Aaron Rodgers' services, especially understanding what he means for the team. The Jets are saying, we believe we can win a Super Bowl with this piece. Without this piece, we just saw what they were. They were 7-10. and 10. So if that piece is that valuable... You're going to have to give me something in return that's of equal value. And to me, the premium picks is that. Only thing for me that's different here is I I can't go by the Stafford deal because the Lions at the time, by getting multiple first-round picks, were also taking back Jared Goff and a ridiculous amount of money. And that was a big reason why they got those two first-round picks. I would say if I were the Jets, I would not give up a first-round pick. Like, I'd give up a second and then maybe that conditional next year. You don't year. have a choice. What is your choice? You if don't I'm have the Jets, uh, listen, I can go try. I can wait this out a little bit. If I'm the Packers. I don't have a choice. We, you're going to wait it out till week one? No. But are the Packers going to wait it out till week one? No they shot. Can, but they can't. They can afford to. That's the thing. They can afford to. The cap hit doesn't get exorbitant until the roster bonus of fifty-eight million dollars is exercised. I know it for the cap hit, they can. Hold on. Can I, can I, can I, can I finish? The cap hit doesn't the, the roster bonus doesn't have to be exercised until we get to week one. But this doesn't have to do with money. It means it has more to do with his aura still lingering over the organization all through training the, camp. How is his aura still lingering? In because training he's camp? not off the he's roster. He's in Malibu. He's not in Wisconsin. What are it, we talking about? Well, listen. Brett Favre showed up when they didn't want him to show up. Are you, you going to tell me he's not going to? To force the issue? I can absolutely see that. No, before it gets to that, the Jets will give them a first-round pick. Why? Because they don't have an alternative. What is their season if they don't? What is What are the Packers doing? What is their situation? What do you mean? What, what, do you mean? what are the Packers? The Packers have their team together. The Packers have made their team. Yeah, They've got listen, their team. Packers also need picks this year to help their team. Well, to help I mean, their they would like to have, Hold on. They would like to have picks this year. They don't have to have picks this year. They, they hey. would like to. They would like to help Jordan Love, but in looking at the landscape of the division of the NFC, outside of the Philadelphia Eagles, who scares you? Not a damn soul. The Packers are not winning this year with Jordan Love. Packers are, listen, they're not winning that division this year. I mean, they're all the way back at the third favorite in the division. And it's, the, and Carlin. It's, it's, it's a division that has the shortest, the, the smallest difference between the team that has the shortest odds and the team that has the longest odds. The team that has the best odds is plus 150. That's the Detroit Lions. The team that has the longest odds, the Chicago Bears, at plus 360. Well, so let's, let's go not, there. Let's not pretend like these. this division is, you know, we're talking about the, the Grand Canyon of gaps between the team that we expect to win and the team that's in the cellar.
Well, that's where we're going next. It's Canty and Carlin, presented by Progressive Insurance on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. To me, uh, post-Aaron Rodgers, the NFC North, that, I mean, the Chicago Bears fans are absolutely celebrating today. They, can't, they started early on St. Patrick's Day as they could to get Aaron Rodgers out of the division. They couldn't be more thrilled about that. The Detroit Lions immediately become, to me, the favorite to win the division. But you go to Caesars William Hill, you just gave out some of the numbers. I mean, right now, uh, as we look at the a- uh, NFC North, you've got the, uh, let's see here, the Packers are uh, among the division winners and, of course, my screen just went blank on that, uh, go to plus 350 right now as we speak to win their division. The Lions are plus 150 in the NFC North. Uh, If you were betting right now on the NFC North, are you going Lions or are you going Vikings? Or the Packers? The Vikings aren't even in this conversation. I I think the Vikings are going to go from – First to worst in the NFC North. They're at plus two ninety, by the way. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't see. I see them taking a major step back. If I'm putting money on a team, it'd probably be the Detroit Lions, based on how we saw them finish the season. I believe in what Dan Campbell is building out there with all of the former players on that coaching staff and their ability to relate to a younger generation of NFL players. I, I, I like the culture that they've developed and. Quite frankly, I like the flexibility that they've created for themselves with draft capital and salary cap space. So I think they're going to upgrade their roster throughout the offseason, including utilizing those two first-round draft picks that they have in late April. But I would put my money on the Detroit Lions, but the Chicago Bears and the Green Bay Packers aren't far behind. I I think the Packers are further behind now. I would actually put the Bears in front of them. I, I would. And the, and the Bears at this point uh, have the longest odds of anybody in the group uh, to win the division. They are at plus 360. Uh, as I said earlier, we've got the Packers or the, the Vikings sitting at plus 290. The Packers at plus three, 350. And then the favorite are the Lions right now. Let me ask you, let me, let me ask you a question. Mm. Who's got the best quarterback in the division? Uh, I would say that right now the Chicago Bears do. Okay, who's got the best coach in the division? I would say, hmm, I probably would say Dan Campbell. Wow. Okay. Well, I mean, who would you say right now? How is it not Matt Lafleur? How, how is it not Matt Lafleur? Because I because I, Matt Lafleur oh, hasn't won God. enough without Aaron Rodgers. I don't know what Matt that LaFleur's looks like yet. Record it. I don't know what it looks like without Matt without Aaron Rodgers. He's Rogers only, right he's only coached the two conference championship games and has won the division since he's been there. Except I, I understand that they've I, also I blown mean, games since he's been there too, and they didn't make the well, playoffs well, this past year. Well, okay, out of the teams that we're talking about, who's can over the last four years who's been the only one that's been in the playoffs every single year except last year? It's the Green Bay Packers. It is. They made but the I, playoffs what three of the four years or? Four to five years that LaFleur's been there? Something am, like I, that? am I wrong to want to see LaFleur without Rodgers to see what no, that looks but, like? No, but based on the information we have right now, I don't know how you make an argue, argument against Matt LaFleur being the best coach in the division. I don't understand. He's that. had the most success, certainly. If you're asking me who I want to have tomorrow to coach my team, Matt LaFleur or, uh, or Dan Campbell, I probably would go Dan Campbell. Okay. All right. I, I probably would. I probably would. I understand the argument. 
And I, I certainly can't go into the either two, uh, other two yet because we don't know. I, I got to like. hear from the callers on this one because I, I could not disagree with you more. I could not. Eight eight eight. I could not. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. So who should want to get this deal done as quickly as possible? The Packers, the Jets, or both? Who needs to get this deal done as quickly as possible? 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. The lines are open for you to fire away. This is a lively show, as you can tell, to begin today. My friends, the basketball and hockey seasons are heating up. Baseball, right around the corner. Nothing beats your favorite team Live. Seeing them live is just awesome. Not only does Vivid Seats have great ticket prices, they're also the official ticketing partner of ESPN. And with Vivid Seats Rewards, when you buy 10 tickets, you get the 11th free. Download the app or visit vividseats.com today. Vivid Seats. Life happens live. Receive a reward, reward credit equal to the average price of the 10 tickets purchased, excluding fees and taxes and processing costs. See vividseats.com slash rewards for terms and conditions. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. You're fired up. We're fired up. Let's do it. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app, presented by Progressive Insurance. I never cared for Mambo Number 5 myself. You? No. Yeah. No, not at all. Yeah. I, not at all. Not a big fan. Mostly because I didn't have that many women in my life. That's okay. pretty much it. You know, is that, I mean, is that what it is? Well, I mean, it's a bad song. That might be something that you might want to keep to yourself, big fellow. 
I'm an open book, brother. You okay. know this. Okay. <laughs> let's start it. Let's start us off with Calvin in Texas on ESPN Radio. Calvin, what's going on, dude? How you guys doing? Good. Uh, how are you? I, I, I think I'd like to say that I think until the floor proves itself without Aaron Rodgers, I have to agree with you, Colin, that uh, Dan Campbell is the best coach in that division. I we know what he is. We don't know what the floor is. I, I can't argue the records. Uh, if uh, all I'm saying is, and, and Chris, you've talked about this uh, a lot, knowing Dan as as well as you do. Mm-hmm. I mean, we saw him have an incredible impact on that team last year. Yeah, I mean, listen, the argument is not who's had the more impressive turnaround based on the program that took over. I mean, taking over the Detroit Lions and, and having a winning record at the end of the season is damn impressive. It's more impressive than what Matt LaFleur did in year one when he took over a 6-9-1 and team and went 13-3. and So I, I, get, I get what we're saying in terms of how dramatic the turnaround is and how we want to equate that to somebody being a better coach. But looking at the body of work, knowing that Matt LaFleur has coached two more seasons than Dan Campbell, knowing that Matt LaFleur has totaled, Carlin, a lot of damn wins. You're talking about a guy that's had 57 wins in four seasons and has been to multiple conference championship games, won multiple playoff games. I struggle to to get to a place where we can definitively say a coach with a lesser resume and fewer wins is a better coach. I can't get there. That's what I'm saying. Right now, based on the information that we have, Matt LaFleur is a better coach. Uh, understandable to not be able to get there, considering what the results have been so far. If you're giving me a choice, and I'm starting out from, you know, just scratch tomorrow, I, I would just like to see more with with uh, Lafleur without Aaron Rodgers. Now, your point about year one, that I can't argue. I mean, he came I back. Mean, listen, Aaron Rodgers played. Year. Aaron Rodgers played all 16 games in 2018 with Mike McCarthy and Joe Philbin as the head coach. They went 6-9 and 1. Yep. So I mean like like they, they it wasn't like Matt LaFleur had a had had a easy task knowing the expectations that were going to be on him because he had a former MVP and a Super Bowl winning quarterback in Aaron Rodgers. He had to resurrect Aaron Rodgers' career. A lot of people thought Rodgers was washed at that point. Now, that was an off year for Rodgers because you're talking about him throwing 25 touchdowns to only two picks. People were saying, oh, I don't know what kind of Aaron Rodgers we're going to get. And then all of a sudden the guy is able to put together two MVP seasons during the four-year span that LaFleur has been there. So I, I just I don't understand why we want to discount how good a coach is because he had Aaron Rodgers. The same coach and Mike McCarthy had Aaron Rodgers, and we saw how awful the Packers were in 2018. Lance in Ohio next, ESPN Radio. Lance, what's going on? Christopher Carlin. The disrespect of my guy, Matt LaFleur, is crazy. Everybody said that Nathaniel Hackett didn't deserve the head coaching job that he got because Matt LaFleur was the one calling all the plays. So if Matt LaFleur was the one calling the plays and the Packers were having the success they were having, how is he not the best coach in that division? Listen, all I'm saying is that Matt LaFleur also had Aaron Rodgers to work with, and if we're going to you know, point to everything that he did in a regular season, I can point to the postseason, too, where you know they're 2-3. and three. His record's 2-3, and three, and they lost games in the postseason. They had no business losing. 
no business losing, including winning 13 games during the regular season two years ago and losing in round one, and your offense did nothing against the 49ers. Yeah, but you know that this is a coach that can have success in the postseason. Dan Campbell ain't even got there yet, and you ready to crown him. I, I'm ready to, where, I, that ready to go to where's war that Denny with Dan Green? Campbell. Where's That's that my Denny, point. Where is that Denny Green soundbite? Because <laughs> right now, that is what we need because Chris Collin is ready to crown Dan Campbell. As much as I love Dan, Dan, yes, <laughs> that is where you're at right now with Dan Campbell. And I love Dan Campbell. Don't get me wrong. I love him. I love what they're building. But right now, Matt LaFleur is the best coach in that division. And the only reason I brought that point up is because you were quick to dismiss the Packers and the Bears for a chance to compete for that NFC North Oh, I'm not crown. dismissing the and Bears. To, and to me, I don't think you can get to that place. The Bears have the best quarterback, and the Packers have the best coach. And we know how important coaching is in this league. I so I don't, I, I'm not dismissing Green Bay just because they're breaking in a new quarterback in Jordan Love. And, and I'm listen, not dismissing you, the Bears. Here, I'm not here's, dis- here's what I will not say. At all. Here's what I will say. When we look at the quarterbacks in that division, from a talent standpoint, what teams – have the two most talented quarterbacks in that division? We would say that the Bears and am I? Uh, say it, say it. You got to say it. You have to say it. He is. Well, now we don't know if that's going to equate to him being a good quarterback in the league, but you have to say it. From a talent standpoint, Jordan Love is more talented than Kirk Cousins and Jared Goff. Oh, uh, I'm not saying that, but no, 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 no. Hang on, hang on, hang on. No. No, 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 no. I'm not putting him in front of those two guys. I, my debate was I between those two I didn't say he was guys. a better quarterback. I did not say he was a better quarterback. I can't even I say he's more he's talented because I don't know that yet. He's a, I haven't seen him enough to know I, that I, yet. I've see, I seen enough in that Philadelphia Eagles game. The same way that the Green Bay Packers saw enough when Aaron Rodgers came in in the second half in 2007 in Texas Stadium. And you know how I know? Because I was there on the field. And I saw the difference in that offense when Brett Favre was quarterbacking in the first half versus Aaron Rodgers in the second half. And I saw all I needed to see in that Philadelphia Eagles game when Jordan Love came in. So what you're telling me, speaking of crowning them, what you're telling me is that Jordan Love is uh, they feel as good about Jordan Love as they did about Aaron Rodgers when they moved on from Brett Favre? What I'm no. saying, what I'm saying is Jordan Love is the second most talented quarterback in the NFC North. I That's what that. I'm saying. Uh, I, I cannot say that yet. I mean, I've got another guy. You're, hold on. So you can say you can say Dan Campbell is the best coach without without having more evidence. But you said you need to see more when it comes. to I Jordan saw Dan Love's Campbell talent. do more with less last year. Okay. I saw right. Dan Campbell do more with less. All right. And okay. a team that considerably got better. Matt Lafleur may be the best coach, Chris. I just want to see him without Aaron Rodgers right now. And if you're okay. giving me a choice about who I want to start my team with, I'll go with him. And as far as the other two, listen. The last thing I want to do is pick Kirk Cousins in any kind of a situation like that. But I, I can't say that about Jordan Love when we have barely seen the guy on the field. Barely. Okay. I, I'm just talking about it from a talent standpoint. Mm. The, 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 the talent that the player has, the upside, the potential. Jordan Love has more potential and upside than Kirk Cousins or Jared Goff, period. Dave, Florida, next, ESPN Radio. Hey, Dave, what's going on? Hey, thanks for taking my call, guys. Uh, yes, sir. Real quick, so I'm I'm taking um, the Packers are in a more necessity to move on from Rodgers than the Jets are to taking Rodgers, mm. uh, based on just a couple things. One, I mean, let's let's talk about the fact that the Jets have a top 15 pick in this coming draft, 
uh, where they can easily get a quarterback in the top 15. Uh, I think originally easily? right off the bat. Uh, easily, Dave? I think so. Dave, 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 I, Dave, Dave, Dave. The latest mocks have all four top quarterbacks coming off the board in the top 10. And do you so think the Jets want to go and <laughs> you think the Jets want to draft somebody right now? Come on. No chance. No uh, chance to draft. That, even I can't point, sell that one. Help Come me out, on. Dave. What's your next point, Dave? Okay, so the, the other part of it is, so they're, they're putting building blocks. I'm not a Jets fan. Let's just put it that way. But they're putting building blocks uh, on display trying to get uh, for the future. No big deal. But do the Packers want to take on Aaron's contract, the salary, while Jordan Love's sitting there? And then what? what's going to happen? The locker room's going to get uncomfortable. Jordan Love's going to want to trade. You can't use that as an argument either, and thanks for the call. You can't use that as an argument because, as Canty has pointed out numerous times, they don't have to do a damn thing until the day before the season starts, basically. That's it. That's it. They They don't have to do a damn thing. They can tell Aaron Rodgers, we don't even need you to show up. My point is more. And pay the money. My point is more about his presence being detrimental to everything. His presence. But he's not going to be there. He's he's not going to be there. He doesn't have to show up. I'm talking about the presence of his name on the roster. Because those questions oh are still going to come. Those questions are going to come for Jordan Love. They're going to come for everything. They're going to come question, for the Packers. What question, what question is it going to be? When are you going to get rid of him? Are they really going to move on from him? Where, well, when is this going to happen? He's not coming in the building. He's not going to be there. Chris, Brett Favre showed up. They're not going to let him. They're not going to let him show up. They're going to say, we don't want you to hear. Stay away, and we'll pay you your money. Listen, all I'm telling you is the Packers – the sooner they can just move on from it, the better. And I'm not telling them to settle for nothing. But I think they are whistling Dixie if they think they're getting a first-round pick. I think it's more likely you're out of your, you're out multiple of your mind. You're seconds. out of your mind. It, it, first of all, a first-round pick is table stakes. There's no way they're letting them go for, for anything less than a first-round pick. So if the New York Jets expect Aaron Rodgers to ride in on his white horse and save the quarterback room and save their franchise – they're going to have to give up something significant. We just talked about it during the break. The Jets are tied with the Eagles for the fourth shortest odds to win the Super Bowl. Think about that. That's how much of a difference this player makes. Ain't no way in hell I'm taking something less than a first-round pick. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app, more calls. On the way, plenty of you want to get in at 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Plus, where's Lamar Jackson in all of this? It's next. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Canty and Carlin, the podcast. It's amazing. You know what I feel like? I feel like Aaron Rodgers right now. Is that I right? Feel like, I feel like the media, the media in this case being everybody on this show, is just painting me a certain way. Mm. And I'm being painted inaccurately mm. as negative. That's unfair. That's unfair. I'm not saying that you're not negative. Some of your takes are slightly off, but that's okay. I forgive you. 
No, I'm saying I'm being painted as negative when I'm really not. No, negative. you were negative. You started off the show by reveling in the fact that my alma no, not mater got upset. No, you were reveling. No, no reveling. You were reveling. No Absolutely. reveling. Absolutely. I, you'll know when I'm reveling. There was you no were rolling reveling. around in it. You were rolling around in it. Let me you tell just you. say, I don't want to start the show this way, but I'm going to do it anyway. Why? Because it's going to needle canty. Let's no, do it. I just felt like I needed to point out something that had happened in the last few minutes. I, when I you know revel I, in you know something, you, know, you no, will know. You, know. you know what I need? I need somebody else to get their ass upset in the NCAA tournament because I'm tired of going to ESPN's homepage and the first thing I see is Furman upsets UVA. Like, I'm going to need somebody else to catch the fade. Princeton, come on. Let's Princeton, go, Tigers, this afternoon. Let's go. Come on. Come on, Princeton. Upset Arizona. Yeah, Jay Billis picked Arizona to win the title. If Princeton upsets Arizona, that'll be the game. That'll be plastered all over the homepage. That's what I need right now because it's disgusting. Can't call it. To make it worse, mm. this is the same day, the same oh. exact date that we lost to UMBC back in 2018. The first <sighs> 16 seed to beat a number one seed. Now, the year after that, we won the national title, and that is the one redeeming quality about our program right now based on what's happened today and what happened five years ago. But I digress. All I'm simply saying is I need another upset. Oral Roberts, where are you? Upset Duke. Give me something right now because I'm tired of being the butt of jokes when it comes to March, March Madness. I'm tired of it. In about 20 minutes, we are all Princeton Tigers for you. Yes, we can. Yes, we can. Kenty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app. We're going to get back to more of your calls in just a second. Chris, it is befuddling what's going on here with Lamar. I I just I don't understand it. And you were talking pretty passionately about it this morning, so I want to give you the floor on this because uh, as free agency opened up yesterday officially with the new league year, and we haven't heard a peep about Lamar Jackson getting any offers as of yet, it's just mind-numbing to me that this is the case. Yeah, I'm confused. I I don't know what the hell is going on. I mean, when you're seeing the likes of Taylor Heineke, who signed with the Atlanta Falcons from Washington, Jacoby Brissett, who signed with the Commanders from Cleveland, and then Sam Darnold from the Carolina Panthers, who signed with the San Francisco 49ers, I I just – and Baker Mayfield, of all people, God knows, Baker Mayfield signing with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I don't understand how these teams that are in the veteran quarterback market Don't even check in with Lamar Jackson, who is now eligible to talk to any of the teams in the National Football League. And don't give me this nonsense about how he doesn't have an agent because all 32 teams can get in touch with him if they want to. Does he have a phone number? Through the NFLPA. Of course he does. (laughs) Hell, you can DM him on Instagram if you need to. We know his Twitter is working. Holla at him that way. Find a way to hit Lamar Jackson's phone because this this guy is markedly better than any other option that you're considering or with some of those teams, the options that you've signed. I don't understand why you don't at least check in with Lamar Jackson and see what he wants, what he's looking for, because you might find yourself in a situation where it's not beyond the pale for you to make a run at him. And that's the thing that I don't understand about this from, from just a football standpoint. Now, when we look at the business aspect of it, I get it. I know what's happening. 
the owners are drawing a line with players when it comes to guaranteed contracts, and they're using Lamar Jackson as the poster for it. They don't want to dole out a guaranteed contract to Lamar because that means that you have two players that have established a precedent in an offseason where Jalen Hurts, Joe Burrow, and Justin Herbert are first-time contract extension eligible. I get why they don't want to do it. I understand they don't want to write a quarter of a billion dollar check and put it in escrow as soon as the contract is done because they have to put the full amount of the guarantee in escrow when it's signed. I get that they don't want to do that. But from a football standpoint, if you're serious about winning, how do you not check in with this guy? See, to me, this is a clear and obvious example that winning isn't everything when it comes to how business is done in the National Football League. It's not a true meritocracy because sometimes billionaire owners will put certain principles ahead of winning, and this is one of those times. Listen, I I could not agree more with everything you said, and I think just in a much different way right now, we're drawing the line in the sand. Having said that, why wouldn't the team at least go and talk to him and offer up something it is not defined. It's not definitive that his deal has to be completely guaranteed when the offers may not be there. So go and make an offer that's going to work for you and work for him. It's more than doable on many fronts. It's silly. John Morant speaks next. Thanks for listening to the Canty and Carlin podcast. You can listen to the show live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Plus, you can listen on the ESPN app. Auntie and Carlin, the podcast.